0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 207. We're here on Tuesday, August 11th. And before we jump into the show today, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign, who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's re-election, and we'll be working very hard for it over the next 84 days. Down to 84 days now. Lots of lots of things happening. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters. So be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you are one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED. T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. We're now joined here on Triggered by a special guest. He is the GOP Senior Communications Advisor for Black Media Affairs and he's on the board of Black Voices for Trump. Paris Denard, thanks so much for joining us, Paris. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be with you all. Great. So uh, we're recording this at about 1 p.m., and it could be that the VP pick will be announced before this is published in a few hours. Obviously, the big thing everyone is waiting for is Sleepy Joe's VP. Uh, The entire conversation has centered around how it needs to be a woman, and then on top of that, a woman of color. What are your thoughts on how this whole thing has evolved, and who's your bet for the pick right now?
1: Well, I will tell you that it'll be interesting to see uh, if joe biden's vp nominee joins him in the basement because he's been running a quarantine basement operation thus far uh the other point uh that i think we should clarify is that joe biden said that he was going to nominate a woman to join him and then there was a clarion call that went out from the the left saying that it needed to be a black woman Mm -hmm. after he said he was going to put a a black woman on the supreme court what this is about is joe biden understanding and the black community on the left understanding that Joe Biden is in deep trouble when it comes to the black vote. He's doing he's doing poorly in terms of comparatively between what Hillary Clinton did when she ran against President Trump. He's underperforming from, from a turnout perspective from where she was compared to where President Obama was. And so if he's doing worse than Hillary Clinton did and she lost, they know that the writing's on the wall. But Joe Biden is not going to do well ultimately if he doesn't increase the enthusiasm from uh the black uh left that it's going to turn out to vote for him so one ration red thing that they're trying to do is put a black woman on the ticket thinking thinking that that's going to help black turnout but i will tell you this my friend it doesn't matter who joe biden puts on the ticket whether it's a black woman a hispanic woman or a white woman that vp nominee is going to be wedded to joe biden's 40 plus year history as being a bigot they're gonna be wedded to Joe Biden's history of passing and pushing policies that have led to the, the, the destruction of the black family, the black generational wealth of black communities across this country. They're gonna be wedded to his 94 crime bill. They're gonna be wedded to him in, pushing for China to enter the WTO, which led to thousands thousand manufacturing jobs to, to, to go away from black communities across this nation. And so when I look at the nominee, it shows the weakness of the top of the ticket and his pandering to the black community to try to overshadow his years of bigotry and his years of not really caring about doing anything to help and empower the black community like President Trump has done these past four years. Yeah,
0: I I mean, I couldn't have said it better. And I think, uh, you know, my bet is Susan Rice. And I mean, could they give us more of a gift to have one of the masterminds of the campaign spying and RussiaGate on the opposing ticket. Do you think that that's really going to energize the GOP base?
1: It's certainly it's certainly going to further energize the GOP base that's already energized and enthusiastic about this election and particularly about Donald Trump and his policies. When you if you put on a Susan Rice who was a part of the uh, corruption that was part of the Obama Biden. Uh, regime that led to spying on Donald Trump's campaign that was responsible for the debacle, which was Benghazi, with uh, leading a, a lie on national television say to spontaneously have because of a YouTube video, which was wildly debunked and, and at that moment knew not to be true. Uh, Susan Rice uh, with the unmasking situation, she is going to be not helpful to the ticket, especially when it comes to foreign policy. You take his foreign policy blunders and disasters mixed with her foreign policy uh, being on the wrong track, and you have a combination of something that is not going to be where the nation wants to be or needs to be globally.
2: Yeah, talk about a total disaster. Hi, Paris. It's uh, Matt Vespa here. Uh, my my hey, bet, it's going to be uh, Kamala Harris. You know, there's been rumblings about that. There's been rumblings about within the Biden's inner circle that uh, he has, there's a significant contingent that doesn't want him to pick uh, Kamala Harris. Do you think that given the rioting in the cities that a play for a law and order candidate like, like her, given her past as a law enforcement official, you know, playing to the suburbs is, is going to... Um, you know, help him or further depress uh, black voter turnout. Given Biden's pass with the '94 Omnibus Crime Bill,
1: yeah. I mean, h- how can you have somebody who is a career prosecutor who who was who was essentially putting people away, black people away in jail, and yeah. say that she's now going to be the law? And you think the the radical left, the AOCs the world, the the Black Lives Matter organization, the the trained Marxists that they are, you think? The, the, the radicals are going to be happy and enthusiastic about Kamala Harris and <laughs> yeah, her record? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, that's going to be problematic for them, especially when you start to unearth though, some of the things that she did and the people that she put away. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watch when you see the young black man come out and say, I was unfairly targeted by the, by the prosecutor's office. I was put away for harsh sentencing. That's coming. And, and, and how is she going to stand there and, and answer questions about Tara Reid? I mean, it's just, just, no, I don't think that that is going to play well because the radical left who was ruling, really running uh, this campaign for Joe Biden, the AOCs, the Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, they don't want to have somebody that's soft on the radicalization of 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 the liberal left. They want somebody that's going to be radical right along with them. So, the idea that, you know, she, is she going to come out and say she doesn't support defunding the police? She's going to come out and say she's she stands on the side of, of the Seattle uh, police chief, uh, that uh, Sheriff Best, that just, the chief Best, that just resigned? No, she's not going to do that. So, it, it, it's really not helpful to them. No matter, and the problem is, it's not the VPs. The problem is Joe Biden. Yep, the problem yeah. is the radical left who has he has turned over his leadership and his policies over to. That's the problem.
0: Yeah, and we've seen in, in Democrat-run cities all over the country unrest that's been left unrestricted by the politicians in those places like Chicago, Portland, Seattle, New York City. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of that?
1: Uh, look, I, I think that is a, 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 the question that the black community and, and communities across the country, because it's not just the black community anymore, when you see that these, these, these uh, r- crazy rioters are now going into luxury uh, stores and talking about Black Lives Matter, this is reparations, I can't breathe, as they bust through Gucci stores and stuff like that. They, you know, They're going everywhere because it's the lawlessness. And I will tell you this, if you are a, a citizen right now and you're looking at the current state of affairs under Democrat control, the question you have to be asking yourself is, is this about justice? Is this about peace and prosperity? Is this helping me and my family uh, way, uh, uh, get through the co- coronavirus? Is this helping bring justice uh, and accountability to the death and the murder of George Floyd? The answer to all those things is no. And then the question I think citizens are going to say is, well, what are these Democrats doing to help? Mm-hmm. What are they doing to actually empower and uplift my community? What, are they actually, what have they done for these past few months? We can look at the past, you know, generationally through the decades, but, but we can talk about what, what's happening right now and right now, cities are still on fire. People are still losing their lives and businesses are still burning and being looted and destroyed because of the, the, the feckless leadership of these Democrats. And, the, and citizens are going to have enough of it come November.
0: Yeah, and the, and the media's refusal to call these riots for what they are. Uh, you know, We've seen it happen after the riots in Ferguson and Baltimore. But how, in your opinion, are these riots and looting going to harm black communities in these cities for a long time to come?
1: Well, when you, when you have people talking about defunding the police, and no matter how you try to flip it and change it and and, 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 and argue over semantics, it's taking away resources from people who are supposed to protect and serve. And there are good people that are on the police force, good black, white, Hispanic men and women serving in the police force that are trying to protect and keep communities safe. There's a reasonable expectation that when young people Kids walk outside that they're not going to get shot in the face, mm-hmm. or when they're laying in their bed and they're four years old, like Young Legend, which is the the, the name behind Operation Legend that President Trump has put forth, that they're not going to get bullets, not going to fly in and, and have them murdered. There's a reasonable expectation expectation for safety, but that's not what we're seeing in these Democrat-run cities, and so I think that it's really going to have a uh, uh, the, the reverse impact of what's the Uh, Democrats think is going to happen because when you defund the police and when these uh, cities, these black cities, urban cities are allowed to continue to be destroyed, black businesses are continuing to be burned down and hurt, uh, that's not going to help make people enthusiastic about voting for the Democrat at the top of the ticket for president, all down the line for other local uh, offices as well. It's not helping because it shows that you're not really caring about the community. you're just talking and, and putting platitudes and pandering. but when it gets down to brass tacks, what are you doing to keep my family safe? What are you doing to help me get my son or my and my daughter or my daughter back in school? What are you doing to help me get my job? Exactly And, and,
2: and you mentioned it before Paris you know uh, the Seattle police chief Carmen Best you know she she resigned today after the I think the, pretty much the all-white city council. The woke white liberals over there in Seattle right. basically chased her out of a job. So I mean, I mean, it's just like you said about platitudes and whatnot. You know, the and Dem- refused yeah.
1: to and refused to help her when the mob came after her home. Yeah, mm-hmm. angry Absolutely, protesters. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is what the this is what white liberals and limousine liberals forget. They were there are you know. Well, my girlfriend's a real estate agent here in Virginia, and, and, and Sharina, was we were driving through. We saw all these signs in these you know affluent neighborhoods saying you know woke and, and Black Lives Matter. Mm. Th- those signs will be there until until they start marching in your neighborhood. They yep. start burning yeah. down your cities. Yeah. And so that's what happened. And so, it, and it, so the, 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 the sheriff, I mean, the police chief saw them coming on her neighborhood, and, and that, that changes things. And then what, what, until the city council people have those, those rioters or the peaceful protesters coming in their neighborhoods and, and, and destroying their property... Then we'll see how woke they are and how tolerant of, this, of these protesters, these peaceful protesters they are. Joe Biden can say that because Delaware, his, his compound, his basement <laughs> hasn't been you know, burnt to the ground. Let them come there. Watch his, watch his attitude change.
0: It'll change quick. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, President Trump has delivered time and time again for the country and, and more uh-huh. specifically the black community when it comes to opportunity zones, unemployment and all that. Uh, you know, the Democrats take the black vote completely for granted and think of it, you know, as something they own, which is just totally despicable. Do you think there's a good chance that the
1: president is able
0: to improve upon his share of the black vote in 2020? No
1: doubt. Look, President Trump ran in 2016 on the on on uh, on the on the notion of what do you have to lose and and the black community really didn't have anything to go on outside the fact that he was a successful businessman but they could not look at his record as a politician he had none they couldn't go his record for policy didn't have any on, on just a promise they gave we gave him eight percent of the vote now fast forward four years to 2020 we have promises made to the community and promises kept and even some things that he didn't even promise he came through on which is criminal justice reform and the first step act and so he, you now can turn to a record of of, of of empowering the black community on a whole host of measures, supporting HBCU, school choice, criminal justice reform, the things that he's done in terms of health, the health disparities, COVID-19 uh, resources, and, and, and things that he's done in terms of PPE equipment and things of, to really help the community and, and the economy. You know, even during COVID-19, we've seen consecutive months of unemployment in the black community go down. These are positive things that the president has done. And so I believe that that silent majority is real. And I also believe that the black community is going to come out and say, we've seen what he's done. We've seen the Democrats have not done and are not doing. And we're going to vote for President Trump uh, uh, for the first time or for the second time. And so I do believe his, his vote share will go up. Yeah, and and so we see these polls
0: that come out. You know, obviously polls are a big debate right now. Besides Rasmussen, uh, it seems like the other polls, at least in my opinion, are deliberately suppressing not only the overall support for President Trump, but more specifically black and even Hispanic support. Do you think that that's what's happening?
1: Well, sure. I mean, this is this is when they when they when they ask likely voters instead of registered voters when they um, are not going to uh, looking at the facts. You know, especially black men who gave President Trump double-digit numbers in terms of the CNN exit polling last mm-hmm. time. But but what we do know about polls, uh, especially when it comes to this election, people are not going to, be, especially the black community, are not going to be widely free and, and, and feel safe in, in saying that they're voting for President Trump because look what happens. Cancel culture kicks in. The mob yep. comes after you on social media. So I think that there is not going to be fully accurate. Even Rasmussen, I don't think it's fully accurate because there are going to be more there are more people out there who are willing to support this president but they're just not willing to say it. And that's what happened in 2016. They, they were saying President Trump will get 0% of the black vote. I was there on the, on the, on the shows and read the articles when they said that's happening. And he got 8% better than Senator McCain and Romney. And so what's going to happen is even with those people, you know, 30 to some odd percent of Raskin saying yes, they're voting for him, I still believe there are more out there who are saying privately, I'm going to vote for him. I'm just not willing to lose my, my family. I'm not willing to lose my my job, lose and, and if you're if you've listened to Joe Biden and the liberal left, lose my connectivity to the, to the black community. Because he says you are you're not even black. And yeah, so I think yeah. there's a lot of people who are afraid of the council culture, afraid of what the media will do to them, and say, I'm not gonna discuss who I'm voting for, but I know what's happening in my community, and I'm gonna vote for President Trump in private.
0: Exactly. All that matters is what happens when you go into that voting booth. And lastly, here I just wanted to get your take. You know, President Trump took the bold step over the weekend to, you know, essentially say, "I'm not waiting for Congress; they're too gridlocked." You know, typical Democrat playbook there. Do you think that those executive orders are really going to resonate with hardworking Americans that he's actually stepping up to get something done for them?
1: It's not going to really resonate until the Democrats come out and what they always do—an overreach and try to demonize it and put him through the courts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so they're going to say, "Okay, then." If you have a problem with what the president did, what's your solution? Right. You know, if you if you don't want him doing this, why didn't you act? Why didn't you negotiate? Why didn't you make a deal? You know, so so now you're gonna take him to court to prevent my taxes from going up. You're gonna take him to court to prevent me from getting, you know, extra money on my uh, unemployment. You're gonna take me to court because you. I mean, it, it, so it, it puts them in a very bad situation from the Democrat standpoint because you're you're coming against. A president who was acting and responding because if he had not done so, the, the, then there would have been no action and that would have hurt the communities all across the country. The president stepped up because and utilized executive authority because the Congress refused to work with him and his negotiators to get a deal. Deals are about compromise. You don't get all what you want. And you have to make a deal. And, and the Democrats, I believe, led by Speaker Pelosi, did not want to make a deal because it was close to the election, and any deal would, would, would seem as if it's a win for the president. But if they forget, a win for the president is really a win for the American people. But they're so short-minded, short-sighted, and narrow-focused in their quest for power that they don't care. So at the detriment of the livelihoods of, of Americans across the country, especially those that are in most vulnerable communities, they would choose to force a deal And then complain about it in the end. So I think it's going to backfire on them. I think the American people will see that the president uh, stepped up and led because that's what leaders do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of political commentators always say, you know, this is the most important election of all time. I think this election uniquely may fit that bill. Uh, You know, what does this election mean to you and, you know, what you think that the radical left will do? You know, God forbid they gain power.
1: Well, look. I, I know the title of this podcast. I think it's it's triggered. Yep. And and President Trump has triggered the left, the media, the mainstream media like never before. This election has triggered them because they realize the president is effective. They realize his policies are working. He, they realize that despite every effort uh, to try to undermine the voters, undermine. The constitution undermined the president's legitimacy as our duly elected commander-in-chief nothing has worked and they can't even even in the face of COVID 19 and the resistance that they have come to uh, across the country with democrats not willing to open up the economy and get students back in schools and all the like still the economy is strong because of president trump because and so this all these things continue to trigger them in a negative way this election is literally about the heart and soul the future of America as we know it. Uh, What we're seeing is a precursor to the Marxism, the communism, the socialism that wants to be placed in through the policies that the Democrats, the radical Democrats are proposing. It will be a total transformation, total takeover for for, for not for the good, not for the least of these, not for capitalism, not for American exceptionalism, but for big government, big higher taxes, and in an America that we have never seen before and don't want to live in is that serious. And we need President Trump in office. I don't care if you don't like his tweets. I don't care if you don't like him as a person. Uh, that's not what this is about. This is about President Trump's leadership and the actions and what he's doing to help the nation. And undoubtedly, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, President Trump, his record speaks for itself. Any Democrat, any Republican, establishment or not, would love to have his record of results in just under four years because they're working, because he's putting the people first, and he's not beholden to a special interest. This election is that important, and the Republicans have to turn out. Free-thinking, independent-minded people that don't care about party titles and labels need to come out and speak and vote their conscience, vote what is best for their bottom line, best for their communities, best for the nation. And it's not joe biden and it's not whomever he decides to put on as his vp it's donald trump and 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 vice president mike pence
0: exactly well keep fighting the good fight out there paris we'll be right there with you and thank you so much for joining us today really appreciate it yeah thank you thanks for having me of course thanks guys and as you just heard from paris it's more vital than ever that we re-elect president trump and the trump campaign has a special offer just for you President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters, so be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you're one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED. T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great, for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, so let's jump into the rest of the show today. Obviously, the president put out uh, the four executive orders mm-hmm. on Saturday uh, from his golf club in New Jersey, which was an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, it by was, the way, it was the fact that he yes. had a crowd there, and then the press complained about the yeah. crowd. It was just great. Yep, yeah. it's a piece but, of protest. <laughs> yeah, that was the best line. Um, but under the four orders, we have unemployment benefits now extended at $400 per week. We have a payroll tax cut that will go into effect on September 1, apparently. I thought it was August 1, but I think it's September 1 now. For those making $100,000 or less, and Trump has vowed to make this permanent if he's reelected. All right. We'll talk about the attacks that are coming on that in a second. Yeah. Um, student loan payments for federal student loans are suspended through the end of the year, and interest rates will remain at 0%. And the moratorium on evictions has also been extended, protecting renters from being evicted during the pandemic. One thing that they're going at him on is the payroll tax cut. Yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to turn that into yeah, no. he's cutting
2: Social Security. Yeah. Which is not the case. Well, oh, and also Obama had a payroll tax cut, right? I think I think the, people forget that the Obama administration had a payroll tax cut. the The money from Social
0: Security, yeah, it it's not just the payroll tax, right? Yeah, because if it was, the program would be solvent. Yeah, and it's not. We know yeah, it's not. It's not. And yeah. There needs to be reforms there. Yeah. But the idea that Trump is just going to get reelected and then well, you never remove know. Hey, Social listen, Security. you
2: know, uh, King Murphy and Andrew Cuomo did a good job of uh, lessening the burden by killing all those old people. So. Oh, that's true. So They know, did I kill mean, a lot of I mean, old people. I they, mean, they, they've done their part. But yeah, it's, not, it's not that at all. No, you know?
0: it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a totally absurd attack. I, I mean, they're grasping at straws at this yeah. point because I think for the first time in, in about two months, the president is charging. Yeah. The president is, I think, winning. And they're panicking a little bit because they thought – I mean, you know, if they listen to the prognosticators of, oh, Biden has a 93% chance to win, they thought they were good, right? They thought they could coast. He could hide in the basement. He would have his VP pick and be done. Then they would have maybe one debate. And this would all be over, right? Nope. There's three debates. Not going to happen. Well, I don't know if there's going to be three debates. We'll see. That's still to be discussed. They've
2: agreed to three. They did. They did. Just saying.
0: But if there's one thing the Democrats are good at, it's agreeing to something and then backing out. out, out, out Just like all the coronavirus negotiations. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's bullshit. That's basically what uh, Trump said. He's like, I'm done.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm done.
2: And I'm not going to be... Blackmailed, right. pretty much. This was this what what they were asking was blackmail. It was a two trillion dollar blackmail bill. And, yeah, well, because uh, he's like he's like you know basically he said fuck you <laughs> yeah. to the Democrats. They wanted
0: to bail out all the cities and states that have been run terribly for yeah. decades financially, yeah. and it has nothing to do with the pandemic. No. So they're not gonna no. you know we're not gonna go with that. No, and the no. only way now that they can stop these executive orders is through a lawsuit, yeah. and they would be suing to stop hurting Americans from getting the money that they need
2: during this time. We're going to sue to stop unemployment from being extended. Oh yeah, I mean that's what that I mean. That's that's what this is. So I mean it's it's just uh, and the, apparently Steve Mnuchin said that they
0: cleared everything with the Office of Legal Counsel. It should hold up in court. Yep. And if the, and Mnuchin said if the Democrats want to challenge us in court and hold up unemployment benefits to those hardworking Americans that are out of a job because of the I, I call it the Chinese virus. He yeah. called it COVID. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously it would have been preferable to have a deal. Not a yeah. big uh, ruling by executive order, fiat kind of guy. However, if there's one time for it to be appropriate, mm-hmm. it's this. Yeah. Because this is a true national emergency. They needed to get money out, and the Democrats are just sitting there bojangling. Yeah. Not doing any <laughs> And so the president took initiative, took matters into his own hands, and, yeah. and did what needed to be done. Yeah. And I think that it was a very politically savvy move because now the Democrats are on their heels. I mean, yeah. you even have Chris Wallace, who's clearly a liberal, yeah. confronting Nancy Pelosi to her face saying, you know, for being such a great deal negotiator, do you do you not yeah. think that you screwed this one up? Yeah. I was shocked he said that. Did she have a meltdown? Uh, she came close, but
2: that's you it. could see it see, in her eyes. That's interesting because that, I would think, would cause a full-blown meltdown. Judy Woodruff, her interview with PBS, NewsHour, she had a – she totally flustered yeah. that one. Yep. She, and, she, and she was not nearly as aggressive as Chris Wallace is in interviewing. Yep. But did you see the Washington Post reporter? Um, <laughs> she tweeted, <laughs> like it was a "What if Obama did this" with regarding executive orders after these no, four signs. Yeah, she's like, "What if Obama did this?" And then everyone was like, "Um, DACA." <laughs> Well, yeah, Yeah, then she had to delete it And and not only DACA, she got dragged among other things. They
0: say that, you know, well DACA wasn't having to do with money or tax laws and I'm like, well, it kind of did But also, let's not forget when the ACA was first going into effect The tax, the individual mandate tax was deferred by President Obama Yeah, literally the same thing that's being done here with the payroll tax and Nancy was totally fine with it. Yep. Not to mention, he took unappropriated money and gave the insurance companies subsidies.
2: Yeah, you don't remember a, that, right? a bailout, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, he bailed out the insurance companies. Yeah. So that. let's not forget here yeah. that, you know, I love how they love to pretend as if history started If on, Trump
2: had did that, impeachment
0: oh, pre- yeah. 3.0. I just love how they always pretend like history started oh, on January 20th yeah. of 2017 when Trump took office. The last eight, that eight years wasn't, didn't happen, right? I know. The Obama years never happened, yeah. he didn't set all these precedents, yeah. he wasn't the most divisive president ever, you yeah, know, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, the whole stuff. thing. Why is
2: Russia so aggressive? Well, maybe it's because Obama allowed them to annex Crimea and didn't do shit about it. Right. So,
0: among other things, so other things. So, they bring up, oh, well, President Trump's just a stooge for Putin. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah? Have they annexed half of a country under yeah, his watch? Yeah. I don't oh, fucking think so. and shot down an airliner.
2: Yeah. Didn't the Russians shoot down an airliner? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I remember that. I think it was MH370, right? Yeah. Or was it one of those? Blasted out of the sky.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: And uh, so, yeah, you know, the the whole Russia argument is just bullshit, and they're just going back to the same well. I
2: think people are getting tired of it, too. Oh, clearly. Clearly.
0: Very clearly. No
2: one one believes this shit anymore. It's getting out of control.
0: So yesterday, while the president was giving his coronavirus briefing— Yep. Uh, he had to be rushed out of the room yeah. by Secret Service because there was a shooting right outside of the White House. And it was very interesting because mm-hmm. he left for, like, five minutes and then came back. And all the reporters wanted to do was try to rattle him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And no one was injured. He or Well, no one on well, our side was yeah, injured. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, guy's yeah, dead. Yeah. The but, good you know. people. No good people yeah. were injured. And... He obviously gave great thanks to the Secret Service for always doing their job and yeah. very quick and effective work. Yeah. Um, but then a reporter asked the president if he was rattled. Yeah. And this was, I think, an all-time great Trump moment. Yeah. It, really, like, it really was so calm, cool, and collected. Let's listen to
3: that. Are you rattled by this at all, Mr. President? I don't know. Do I seem rattled? It's uh, unfortunate that this is a uh, world, but the world's always been a dangerous place. It's not something that's unique. Uh, the world has been, you look back over the uh, centuries, the world has been a dangerous place. Very dangerous place. And uh, it will continue, I guess, for a period of time. Do I look rattled? Do I, look rattled? Yeah. I <laughs> love the part that he's like, okay.
2: As I was saying, the yeah. Dow Jones, I'm like, oh, back to business. Back to business. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really awesome. and A little scary, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we we we've been in that room. You know, that it's not a big room, folks, and it is exposed. I know there's a hill, but there's a lot of windows. It's it's a little I mean, it's obviously all bulletproof glass, but still it, it's
0: still not But to see the president good. rushed off by secret service yeah, is a very rare yeah, a rare because some
2: Jagaloon so. tried to apparently I think tried to uh was it was a sh- they they shot him, right? Oh, yeah, Yeah. they shot him. And now there's a big uproar of, well,
0: was he just unarmed? And I'm like, well, you don't go up to a Secret Service agent, tell them you have a weapon, and then turn around and pretend like you're drawing something and going into a shooting stance without getting shot. Yep. You know, you're gonna get blown away. I'll take what is how to get shot by a police officer for a thousand, Alex. Yeah, like, yeah, come on, are you kidding yeah.
2: me? He, but um, he was an He was a peaceful protester.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the left wing immediately tried to turn it into that. This man was shot down on the site of protests oh recently. God, I'm like, no, get the fuck okay, out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, obviously, another big story in the news right now is the Veep pick. Which it, Biden
2: forgot to uh, announce, I think.
0: Well, yeah, Biden.
2: You know, <laughs> seems like he forgot. Biden's
0: still in the process of being told who the DNC chose for him, um, <laughs> and you know, this was supposed to happen weeks ago now. Yeah. And it keeps getting delayed. Keeps getting delayed. Uh, it was supposed to be maybe over the weekend, the beginning of this week. Keeps this? getting delayed. Who knows if it's going to be pushed to tomorrow? I mean, yeah. like you know, as we as we talked yeah. about with Paris, who knows? Yeah. Who um, knows? It's anybody's guess. While this is all going on, we have unrest continuing in America's Democrat-run cities. While speaking to Fox News host Mark Levin, the great one on Sunday, Attorney General Bill Barr opened up about what's behind this civil unrest and what he believes the left is seeking. He likened the Antifa organized riots across the country to a quote, "new form of urban guerrilla warfare." Oh wow, because they are hiding among legitimate protesters. Barr also said Mao Zedong used to speak about the gorilla being like fish swimming in the ocean, the way the gorilla moves through the people. It hides among the people as a fish in the ocean. They go into the demonstrations, which are First Amendment activities, and then they insinuate themselves to be there to shield themselves. That's where they swim, and what they do is they hijack these demonstrations and provoke violence. What do you think about Attorney General Barr's more uh, you know, direct approach on trying to crush these – what I would call insurrection
2: at this point. Uh, What do you think? I think it's right on. I mean, we have to enforce law and order. This has been weeks, folks. We've we've had weeks of this shit, especially in the most left wing and ironically the the whitest pockets of the country. These aren't, it's no longer about George Floyd or Black Lives Matter or or police reform. It's about Marxist revolution. Mm -hmm. And they're attacking federal agents. They're assaulting federal agents. They're assaulting police officers. They're trying to burn down federal buildings. I Dare I say it's time to bring back, you know, you know uh, um, Mayor Daley of Chicago, the late Mayor Daley, when Democrats didn't tolerate this bullshit, in 1968 issued shoot-to-kill orders to the police. Anyone with a Molotov cocktail or any arsonist would be sh- – the police were given, you know, the right to shoot and kill that person. Uh, rioters, I think uh, – looters were given shoot to maim orders. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen again.
3: Now, it's, no not gonna it's not going to happen. It's not
2: going to happen with these Democrat <laughs> leaders now. But I'm just saying, we need to have shoot to kill back in the cities. <laughs> shoot to kill in of the cities. Of course we can count
0: back. on Matt to go full. Yeah.
2: Pinoche. Oh, it's right up to me. If <laughs> you're kidding me, the 101st Airborne would be all going up and down the West Coast, mopping everything up. Well it's Believe interesting
0: me. you brought up Chicago because yeah. the other night there, uh, which was Sunday into Monday morning yeah, on Sunday, I guess there was a rumor that the police killed an unarmed child. Yeah. couldn't be further from the truth. No, actually it was total misinformation. even Mayor Beetlejuice had to say it was a fucking lie. Total lie. in yeah. uh, the uh, the suspect shot at the police and they yeah. you know they returned fire. Uh, regardless, this misinformation spread and set off what turned out to be, uh, close to a riot. Pretty Absolute much right. mayhem. I yeah. mean, just, I mean, the just, miracle uh, mile was, or the magnificent mile, I forget I, which one I it forget, is, but, the, yeah. whatever up yeah. there. Yeah. It's, it's by the, the bridges, right? The elite shops, the elite area of the city was yeah. ransacked, <laughs>
2: Tesla and, and all that, yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, they were totally looted out. These stores that were looted yeah. once already back when this first yeah. happened, they just restocked their shelves and reopened. Yep. Looted again. I, all I, the glass destroyed. I think
2: I saw thirteen jewelry stores in that district were completely cleared out. They yep. had to. It was like you know, folks. I've seen Batman Begins. Uh huh. Um, they raised the drawbridges. Yeah. I they mean, they, to to stop the the to curb the flow of these of these of these looters. It's It was mayhem.
0: And they had one where uh, an armed suspect shot at police and oh they returned fire. I mean, it was a total war zone on the streets of Chicago. It was an
2: intensely peaceful shootout. Though, well, yeah, right? according to the as, left. As Julio said. According <laughs> to the left. Intense and peaceful shots. Peaceful gunshots. Peaceful gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: now, uh, while all this is happening, the ACLU. Uh, oh, my God. Don't even get me started on them. says that DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, should be dismantled and abolished
2: why? okay, so if, if that is then all federal law enforcement has to be uh, dismantled and abolished
0: Well, they say that DHS has been converted into the uh, Trump's secret police which is just oh, totally my absurd God. totally absurd. I mean, come on to quote Joe Biden, come on man, yeah, come on man. like are you fucking kidding me? Are you a
2: junkie? Yeah okay. right?
0: <laughs> these people these people clearly are junkies and yeah. they they've actually been protesting here in Alexandria. Against uh, Secretary Chad Wolf's home. Yeah, that was that. That was wild. It's just unbelievable. That These white liberal cities want to defund the police. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have black and Hispanic leaders in those cities saying, "No, no, yeah. do not defund the police." Yeah. What because, are you nuts? We need yeah, the police. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just it's just unbelievable. Like how you know the slippery slope?
2: How far will they go until they stop? Yeah.
0: You know they won't stop. Well, they so won't. that's why we have won't to stop, fight. Can't stop. That's why we have to fight fire with
2: napalm, yeah. as I say. Or uh, m one Abrams tank, you know.
0: In Seattle, last night, the Seattle City Council voted to gut the entire police department and also to gut the first black woman police chief's salary, essentially in half. Mm -hmm. And because of that, she's resigning. And she doesn't want any part, you know, to do with this because the police department's being shredded. Seattle, the government is not backing up the police department and it's just a total mess there.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, this is this comes, you know, a few weeks after she uh, um, unveiled an impounded van that was, uh, uh, you know, taken by the police during one of these uh, assaults on uh, the riding, mm-hmm. And there was bombs in there. Yeah. Bombs, all sorts of weapons, and now, you know, okay. There was bombs all over the bombs place. Bombs all over the floor, <laughs> and now yeah. we're going to get, you know, got to cut the police department by 50%, you know, et cetera. I, I, I think what... <laughs> It's fun I mean it's it's disturbing the reason I mean it didn't go any further was because um, I think one of the council per- persons didn't think it, the, the bill went far enough what they were Oh debating. the vote was 7 to 1 yeah, it was ridiculous. but the
0: one vote against was because it didn't go far enough Yeah exactly yeah so it really was unanimous I mean it
2: was almost unanimous yeah pretty much unanimous I mean that's the, hey, this is the city council folks this this is who these people vote for
0: Mm-hmm. So these leftist politicians are more than content with letting these cities burn to the ground yeah. and becoming worse than they were 40 years ago. Yeah. And here we are sitting here and, and, you know, I pray for those Americans that are in those cities that don't want this to be happening. Yeah. But I think it's clear that the time has come for you oh, to leave absolutely. for greener and, pastures. And, you know what? <laughs> I, I
2: will say, you know, I mean, it's, it, listen, better, better late than never. But The New York Times did have a very good piece about those businesses in the chop zone. Who mm-hmm. had to deal with all this shit? First of all, they had to, they had to shell out money to like these private like community security people. It was it like, was blackmail. Yeah, it was pretty much like it was like Mad Max in there, folks. Mm-hmm. They white these these white leftists who were armed were basically like, are you for the police? or Are you for us? And then they threat basically threatened to like assault these people. The guy couldn't enter. Uh, one um, gentleman, he I think he was a gay Muslim, I believe, mm-hmm. who owned a coffee shop, was. Barricaded from entering his own shop because these guys were like sitting there with their guns and stuff. It's just like – and they're all white. It was not not a black person in sight. So mm-hmm. it's absolutely insane. Well,
0: now, but you look at every city across this country, every major city, and they're all having problems. Uh, yeah. Notably, Los Angeles has been relatively quiet, which I expected to be worse.
2: Yeah, I did um, too. But-, but
0: Seattle and Portland, obviously, we know all about, right? Yeah. You have Chicago. We know all about that, yeah. right? But there's riots everywhere else that are happening that mm-hmm. get no press coverage because the liberal media is content on you know, covering the whole thing up. Yeah. But not only that, the rising crime rates are happening everywhere.
2: Oh, New York City is on the verge of destruction.
0: Oh, yeah. Every single city, especially New York City, with the crime is in trouble. You have Philadelphia, which is a total disaster. My friends who live there say they cannot wait for their lease to be up at the end of the year, and they're out. They're yeah. going to the oh, suburbs. really? It's
2: that bad, huh? And
0: you have, I mean, yeah, you have crime everywhere. You have homeless yeah. people all over the fucking oh, streets. Yeah, You crackheads all over the place. Yeah. Nobody needs that. Nobody no. needs to be living in those conditions no, 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 when, that's true. you know, you have the money to afford not to. Yeah, That's why we live in the suburbs. Yeah. Fuck living in the city. I can oh, never no. do it. Oh, no. And you know, obviously we all know about Baltimore. D.C., Washington, D.C., had the largest mass shooting in America this year— over the weekend didn't even register on the news skills. And you know why? Hmm. Because it was black on black crime. Oh. The only reason it did register on the news skills is because Muriel Bowser, the uh, the dictator of the District of Columbia, at least that's the way she views herself. Was, was mad that they violated coronavirus protocol. Oh. Not my about God. the fact that twenty-one people were shot, yeah. but the fact that they had a gathering over twenty-five
2: people. Oh. That's that's
0: it's un. Ridiculous. Frickin' believable. Ridiculous. It's all well, Lori Life
2: was the same way. Apparently she was mad that there were some sunbathers near the uh, Chicago area. Oh yeah. She was mad about the people yeah. on the beach. Oh, none of that. She drove there. I know. She I know. did a drive-by and then but apparently has uh, you know, um how do you put it? Little little, you know, aloof when it comes to the the, the shootings and these these riots and uh oh when you ask her about it, very, very bitchy for lack of oh, a better yeah. term. Very oh, bitchy. Yeah. Don't bait us. Don't bait us. She's unbelievable. When you don't prosecute these people, they're gonna fucking do this stuff. Right? It's Not that hard. Exactly. Broken windows. It works. The only people that that are the
0: the only people that are prosecuting are the federal government. Yeah, it's pretty. And they've I think locked up now seven eight hundred rioters, which is pretty good. But you know you need local law enforcement to be able to do their jobs. Shit, that's the problem. We we might
2: have to reopen Alcatraz. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just send them to Gitmo. The problem is. (laughs) <laughs> the local law enforcement officers have had their hands tied. Yeah. And they're also exhausted too. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean they've been dealing with this stuff for weeks. Well, imagine you wake up every morning and you get ready to go to your job yeah. in which you could be shot dead at any moment and the yeah. people you're supposed to protect hate you. Oh. The government that's supposed to back you up hate does you. not back you up and yeah. they also hate you. Yeah. And uh, you can't actually do your job for fear of retribution. Meanwhile, everybody around around you wants to kill you. Oh, and by the way, all your overtime hours are not being paid at overtime rates yeah. because the cities think that that's just, you know, yeah.
2: normal. And they're also cutting the, uh, yeah, or they're, cut, or they're actively cutting... The budgets. Yeah. Like, uh, like de Blasio taking a billion dollars away yeah. from the NYPD and that, you know, you sure as shit know that goes to overtime. That's and in why, Seattle. That's why there's that flurry of retirements right, happening right now. Right. In Seattle, with this department budget cut, they're going to lose dozens of officers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're cutting the SWAT team. Oh, the SW- I, I saw the, the SWAT team, the mounted units, and the, the navigation unit, which it, which handles the homeless people, right? Yeah. They, they mm-hmm. got rid of all those 3 mm-hmm. Yeah. The mounted police. More so— Homeless the the impor- impor- people.
0: Yeah, but more so the importance is the SWAT team.
2: Yeah, the SWAT team is important.
0: What's going to happen if you have a SWAT situation? Yeah. No SWAT team.
2: No, that's okay. They're going to have a social worker— Yeah, yeah.
0: —armed with AR-15s mm-hmm. deal with the situation. Yeah, the Washington State Department of Social Services yeah. is going to send— uh, you know, some Yeah. I don't even want to say it. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're done with uh,
2: that. <laughs> elaborate.
0: I was gonna say some uh lazy ass government worker to come down to the scene and deal with a violent situation with yeah. no tactical training and no. no firearms and you know, that's gonna work out really well. That's very really good. You know, they'll do that for about two months and then the first time one of them gets killed they'll be like, yeah. Oh, maybe we should have just trusted the cops. Yeah, Oops. Yeah.
2: Oops! Oops! Um, Play. uh, What was it? Win. Play stupid games. Win super prizes. yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, staying on the legal front here, but switching yeah. gears a little bit, the Michael Flynn retrial starts today. Yes. The arguments have started today. Yes. Um, Interestingly enough, though, it looks like the D.C.
2: Circuit is concerned yes.
0: over the judge's bias in mm-hmm. the original case. And you wrote about this, yeah. so tell us.
2: Yeah, so some of the – yeah, basically some of the uh, the judges on the court basically have said in uh, no uncertain terms that, that – The Sullivan, Judge Element Sullivan's legal team should be prepared to to address the the, the bias Mm -hmm. exhibited by him in this case. And also the fact that he could be uh, disqualified from the case for merely filing this appeal, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Over at Red State, Shipwrecked Crew had a really good post about this as well. Um, Basically, because he filed an appeal, he's now uh, a nominal party. Yes. And therefore, he has to be disqualified from the proceedings Should it go back? Should it go back. So um, justice is going to happen to Michael Flynn. Justice will be done. It's just taking too long. Uh, way too fucking long. I mean, just as delayed is just as yeah, denied, it but we will get it eventually. It is. And I'm sure, you know, we all know about the new DOJ memo uh, that exonerated Michael Flynn of being a Russian agent. Unfortunately, since that came so late, I don't believe that could be entered in as evidence in this appeals case. Right,
0: but the good thing is that the backstop, we have yeah, a backstop yeah. because no matter what happens here, President Trump will take care of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's a shame that his name has been denigrated. He's yeah, had to yeah. go through this. The money cost, oh, the cost against God. his family. Yeah. But... At the end of the day, at least, we will have the president yeah. able to either pardon him or do whatever needs oh, to be done. I'm still hoping pardon. that it gets dismissed, yeah. and it should. And then, he but hires,
2: and then he hires him back.
0: That'd be great. <laughs> oh, man, the liberals. <laughs> bring him bring him back in as the national yeah. security <laughs> oh, advisor for a God. second term. Oh, it.
2: CNN? Meltdown.
0: Yep. And which, we, we which also well. now know another story that you wrote on yeah. townhall.com. Mm-hmm. We now know why the FBI gave Donald Trump a fake briefing during the 2016 election tell us about
2: that. Oh, uh pretty simple folks, it was to spy on him. It was to glean information about Russian collusion. We we all had we all had the suspicions, we all knew the allegations, we all pretty much, you know, thought that this happened. Mm-hmm. But now we have direct evidence at, from from FBI, from declassified FBI files that said that yeah, they set this up to try to glean information from 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 Donald Trump. So, and remember, that was directed by Comey himself. Yes, directed by. So, remember, oh, it's a uh, the FBI didn't spy on Donald Trump. That is insane, wacko, Infowars talk. Mm-hmm. No, it fucking happened. It happened yeah. with, with Trump. It happened with Sam Clovis, with Carter Page, with George Papadopoulos. They had an intricate spy operation against this campaign. So, yep. um, you know, Crossfire Hurricane is, it's it means deep state to the nth degree now. I mean, mm-hmm. we all knew it was pretty deep state to begin with. But this is just, I mean, it's, it's worse than Watergate. Worse than Watergate. Yeah. Oh, like it definitely is and worse and, than and, I'm, yet. and I'm pretty sure that not even, it's not just conservatives. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I I don't I don't subscribe to his newsletter. But Matt Taibbi mm-hmm. of Rolling Stone was like, yeah, when you when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, this is pretty bad. Oh, definitely if not worse. And you know, it's all being
0: exposed that. now. And uh, as President Trump said yesterday, when asked about this, he said very clearly that they've been caught red-handed. Yeah. Which was encouraging to me. Yeah. He also named off a list of people. Which is all the players that you know, struck Paige. Yeah. I love when he says, uh, her lover. Her lover, yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the most interesting thing that he said, which I think is a very apt description of this, is it was the greatest political crime ever committed.
2: Yeah. And I think so. A sitting Democratic president used his Department of Justice to spy on the presidential campaign of his political rival.
0: And not just the DOJ, the entire intelligence. Oh so, yeah, community. sorry, yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. The, let's, not, whole, let's not let Clapper and yeah, Brennan off the, the hook. The whole IC was involved. I mean, I mean, John Brennan. Where the, where, I mean, where the fuck is his, is his mm-hmm. grilling? Apparently, didn't you tell me though that no one gave him up though?
0: Correct. Yeah, yeah. I Unfortunately, I think that yeah. the high-ranking people are going to escape because there's no smoking gun. Yeah. But I do think that a, a report, a final report, regardless of who gets indictments yeah. or – I mean, you know, God forbid there's no indictments. Yeah. Who knows? I do think that there will be a report yeah. similar to the Mueller report that will lay out these people's complicity oh, in the this. dirty, the
2: dirty laundry. Because and, remember, George Papadopoulos thought that that Azra Turk woman – so, mm-hmm. uh, who was supposedly sent to coordinate the FBI's uh, spy operation against the Trump campaign proper, he felt that she was CIA, not yeah. FBI. So John Brennan. Well, mm-hmm. and and
0: Trump said it yesterday, yeah. you know, Joe Biden knew. Barack Obama knew. Yeah.
2: Susan Rice took part in it, right? Oh, yeah. And it's interesting. Joe Biden was one who brought up the Logan act, act allegations. He was against Mike Flynn in yeah. that meeting. Mr. Oh, I didn't know Michael Flynn was being investigated. Right. I didn't, I didn't know. No. Well, he forgot because he's senile. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I honestly can't believe
0: that with everything that we've found out now and how much Susan Rice's name has been invoked,
2: Yeah. that
0: she very well could be the vice presidential pick. Oh. I I mean, I, I'm all jitty, to quote Al Sharpton, yeah, 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 yeah. about the possibility of Susan Rice being the VP for us to attack.
2: Oh, abs- that, yes, in terms of... the foreign policy ramifications of that it's too terrible to contemplate oh yeah of course of course I mean you have Libya the whole thing Yeah, but
0: I'm just talking about
2: purely from a
0: political standpoint it should
2: rev us up yeah
0: yeah you couldn't pick someone who would rev the GOP base up more she's a known name yeah people know what she did and she's a known liar yeah, you don't think that that cover-your-ass email is going to be running yeah. a TV
2: cover ad? Cover-your-ass emails? She you know. lied to all the Sunday morning talk shows about why Benghazi happened. Oh, yeah, she was the original Benghazi liar. And she, led, and she was one of the quarterbacks for the unmasking thing. Oh, yeah. She yeah. unmasked Trump officials. Yeah. Yep. Why? So,
0: when when she was releasing no all the oppo research on Karen Bass, someone was like... I think it might have been Ben Shapiro yeah. tweeted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> she unmasked Karen Bass worse than Michael Flynn. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really... I mean, if they make this strategic misstep, great for us. Yeah. great for us. I mean, it
2: has. to. The problem I mean, is they backed themselves they, into a they, corner. Oh, they totally did. I was about to say that. They totally total did. I mean, disaster. I mean, I mean, there there is a there actually is, I would say a rich list of running mate material on the Democratic side. You, know, you have Gretchen Whitmer, you have Amy Klobuchar, but the
0: yeah. problem is they disqualified all them. Yeah, on race because they're white. On you race can't have
2: the whites, you know. Be, so you know, Joe Biden's like you know. Like, yeah. Who
0: are the real racists here? Exactly. And sexist, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Has <laughs> I mean, to, has for, to be... for him to pick solely based on race and sex is like yeah. peak Joe Bidenism. Well,
2: hey, that's identity politics for you.
0: And you have a great column up today, a VIP column on yeah. townhall.com about is there any race or ethnicity left that Joe Biden hasn't insulted? God, I can't think of any. And I,
2: I think he's done. Maybe the Polish people have escaped Joe Biden's
0: wrath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a great piece and people should go check it out because Thanks. It's true. He yeah. he gets away with all this. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine if there was a tape of Trump saying, "You can't go down to a 7-Eleven or a yeah. Dunkin Donuts without a slight Indian yeah. accent?" To an Indian guy. Well,
2: also, the, the Asian – well, you know, the, the Asians, they all look alike, the Asians.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's well, what Joe Biden said that. He inferred that. He yeah. didn't quite say it exactly like that. But pretty much to be he fair, yeah. he pretty much did say and that. They, yeah. But
2: he definitely called a CBS News reporter, a black CBS News reporter, uh, asked drunkie. if he was a junkie because mm-hmm. he asked about a co- about cognitive tests because he didn't mm-hmm. like the question. I mean that – He called Obama the first oh, articulate yeah. black, black, black politician. Uh, yeah, that too. Given the left's woke agenda and this political correctness policing and what is what is canceled material well, cancel worthy and not cancel worthy, Joe Biden would have been canceled like you know fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. And I really any think, other Republican would have been destroyed by this for sure, for sure.
0: And I really think that just the junkie thing by oh, Trump would have been God. destroyed on for days. Oh yeah. Um, and I really think you know like we talked about with Paris, the black enthusiasm for Joe Biden is low. It can't be good. I mean, it's Char-
2: Charlemagne, the God of, and, of the Breakfast Club and New, New York City Radio, right. big show there. Basically, it was like, Joe Biden needs to shut that fuck up.
0: And there, are, and there are certainly black people who are staunch liberals that may and obviously won't vote for Trump, yeah. but they may stay home, yeah. which is just as good as a vote for us, honestly. Yeah. Because – but I also think, like we talked about past, you're going to have major increased black – and Hispanic support for President Trump. I think so too. And it's showing in the Rasmussen yeah. poll, one of the only reliable polls out yeah. there. The polling has tightened up yeah. immensely. Well, we've
2: had, I mean, I know it didn't get much much attention, but you know, we had another good jobs report in July. The yeah. economy is coming back. Mm-hmm. There is stabilization happening. And uh you, you know, you just can't put, you know, I mean that's just that's just a goldmine in right. terms of in terms of re-election uh, you know capital. So, um, yeah, I, I mean how how can you be excited for this guy? I mean I, I think that well that's
0: one place that the the enthusiasm yeah. gap is so significant.
2: Yeah. I mean I don't think we've had enthusiasm gap this big in. Yeah. A couple elections. When Bernie was in there, it was a different story. But now that he's he's fallen away, I mean, if you're a Democrat, I mean, let's look, I mean let's look at a thirty thousand foot view here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you that was a pretty extensive field. So supposed up and comers in the party, yeah, and they actually turn out to be no names who couldn't you know get past you know the, the the first or second stage, and then Joe Biden is doing what he's doing now. He hid in the basement. He took some hits to the mouth from Kamala and whatnot. But what did he do? He pretty much hid in the basement and then he got the nomination because everyone was like, well, Bernie can't beat it and all these people are no-names, so I guess mm-hmm. I'll go with Biden. It's, I, I don't think there's going to be I, – I, I don't see like Wayne County, Detroit, mm-hmm. where there was significant decrease in Democratic turnout for Hillary Clinton in 2016. I don't see that you know, going bonkers for Biden in November. Right. You know and I mean,
0: it's obviously all very anecdotal, yeah. but I have seen many, many, many stories of people walking away from the Dems, Yeah. especially black Americans. Yeah. And the the rioting, I think, has opened a lot of people's eyes yeah. because, yeah, they may not like Trump's demeanor. They may not like his style. But at the end of the day, these suburban white women yeah. are... the safety of their family is the utmost priority absolutely they don't want this into their neighborhoods they don't want the rest of the country to become like these liberal run cities and I think you know I'm not above playing on the politics of fear I think it's scaring people yeah it truly is scary when what this ha- country faces you if have, you lose.
2: I mean, let's look at a city that, that, that has pretty much abolished the police, mm-hmm. I believe. Minneapolis. Yeah. When you have officials— And it hasn't gotten into effect yet. hasn't but gone into effect the crime yeah. rate there is already crime, up 300%. Yeah, the roof. And, you know, of course all the council members have private security, so they're safe. But for everybody else, when you have city officials telling people to be prepared to surrender their belongings to armed intruders mm-hmm. because there is no police— Oh, yeah, that was absurd. I mean, that – I mean, I know some people might be like, oh, okay, you know what, they're bo- – yeah, 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 yeah. But when that is like an uh, – when that stamp of – that official stamp is on there, mm-hmm. that's I think that's – it hits Oh, home. you want to
0: carjack me? Oh, car- How about I shoot yeah. you in the face, yeah. not give <laughs> yeah, you my right. car? Exactly. Are you kidding me?
2: Okay. Okay, folks. <laughs> when the armed person comes into your home and threatens your family, just be prepared to give away Everything. all your things. Yeah. The Democrats in 2020.
0: mm mm-hmm. I, I love there's a meme out there that's like the left says – Uh, If you kill someone robbing your home, you care more about your belongings than a human life. And the meme is uh, Frank when he's on the TV show with the guns. So anyway, I started blasting. (laughs) It's always funny. (laughs) And that's true. Yeah. I mean, listen, your God-given right is to defend yourself, your family, your property. Yeah. That's how it works in this country. They want that to change because they're Marxists. Yeah. They're communists. Yeah. Really, that's the heart of this entire thing. And we'll, we'll talk more about that, but yeah. keeping it on law enforcement here real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you wrote about this. Project yeah. Veritas. Uh, James O'Keefe at Project Veritas. We love him a lot. Yeah. Interestingly <laughs> enough, over the weekend, he tried to buy a firearm, mm-hmm. only to find out that he was put onto the background check uh, band list yeah, as a list.
2: convicted felon. Yeah. What exactly happened there? Well, but yeah, he tried to buy, I think he tried to buy a shotgun or something, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, you're, you're, you, you've been denied. You're, you're on the film list. And he's like, What? And then basically, I mean, now, the cool thing is the, the guys in the gun shop are big fans of his. they mm-hmm. like, I knew, I thought I recognize, recognized mm-hmm. you. You're awesome. You're James O'Keefe. You're great. And then he's like, I think you have a lawsuit on your hands. So, yeah, yeah James O'Keefe is suing the FBI right now. I mean are we really shocked that the FBI has mm, fucked another no, thing up no, after
0: no, you know we should tr- totally no. trust them with these FISA exactly. spy warrants right exactly. they can't even get the right James O'Keefe onto yeah. the background yeah. checklist and also fire. did you
2: mean that that review of there's you know we reviewed all of our FISA spy warrants and only found out that Carter Page was the one that we screwed up on well that's not good <laughs> well and then
0: and then a and then a competing report came out yeah. that said that the FISA court reordered all of them to be reviewed and they found significant systemic oh, errors and of course
2: that wasn't really reported no, yeah, no. Course. But it's uh, yeah. So anyway, James O'Keefe is being denied his Second Amendment rights uh, for no uh, other reason than he's a than he's a. Gifted, conservative, investigative reporter. And yeah. uh, we, I, I, I hope he – I
0: think he'll win. I mean I'm sure it's a case of mistaken identity, yeah. but those are based on social security oh, numbers, yeah. right? And this is going to so, take a
2: while for him to get his ac- the access for him to, right. to buy guns back. Right. I, I mean these g- – gun case like this, I mean it takes months, yep. if, if not years, right? I mean it, 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 courts don't like to really
0: move right. this stuff. It's slow. All right. So we got some quick hits here. Trump okay. signed an executive order last week banning TikTok and WeChat in 45 days. Uh, which is clearly a major victory for the yeah. national security of the United States. TikTok is nothing but a Chinese – and WeChat is nothing but a Chinese spying it app. Is. yes. And yes. finally, President Trump is, is really stepping up the fight against China. Yeah. They're not happy about it you very know. clearly. Well, he closed that consulate yeah. down in Houston, which was supposedly their spying headquarters here in the United States. Good. Um, so what are your thoughts on all that?
2: I think it's about time. I mean we all talk about – I mean let's go beyond – back a bit. Even, you know, intellectual property rights has, has always been a sticking issue with China. Well, this mm-hmm. is it. We're closing down the hubs. You know, we, we have, apparently, we've not only this, we found Chinese operatives in all these research facilities and research oh, you know, yeah. colleges. Oh, yeah, all I mean, at the colleges. Being, And everyone's like, well, what, how, how is China stealing our shit? This is how it is. He has to shut it down. I, I heard uh, Trump was open to Microsoft buying TikTok. I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I think
0: they will, um, which oh, will be good. interesting. That's good. I mean, yeah. I don't really give a shit because I don't use TikTok. Yeah, I don't use but, it either. But
2: if nothing happens in 45 days, if there's no deal with yeah, Microsoft... Then it gets shut down. Shut down. It's, um, not, it's a spy. Yeah, it's a spy. You can't have that. On another front, the uh,
0: Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, who's great, by the way, and I hope yeah. he sticks around for a second term, yeah. should we be blessed with winning a yes. second term. They are pushing the SEC to delist several major Chinese companies from the New York Stock Exchange, which Ooh. would be a devastating blow to China. Mm-hmm. So that's another move there. And I really do think that should we win a second term, mm-hmm. that the there will be war against China. Now, whether it's a hot war is to be
2: determined, but there's certainly a Cold War going already. Well, when you when you delist them from the stock exchange, they're going to raise tariffs on all of our goods. Right, and then we'll that's, raise tariffs, yeah, so and it's going to be. President
0: Trump has already said that you know, all in retrospect here, he kind of wishes he hadn't made a deal with China. Yeah. Um, and they very well still could break off that deal, yeah. because China does nothing but cheat. They released the virus on the world,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I mean everyone should be mad about that.
2: Yeah.
0: Right, and I yeah. think that there's going to be a significant change in the world. Geopolitical dynamics on other countries hating on China, too. You see, the UK has banned their main tech vendor, Huawei, from bringing in 5G, in addition to us and a lot of other countries. I think there's a big groundswell of movement against China, in that, should President Trump be reelected, which is why China is fighting hard to beat him, by the way, according to the intelligence agencies, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: should there be a a second term, President Trump is going to be the leader of that movement and is really going to stick it to China yeah, like so. they've been deserving of for decades. Yeah. Another quick hit, the sudden shift in narrative on reopening of schools. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, Republicans have been in favor of reopening schools for weeks, perhaps months now. Yeah. But now, New York is on board. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cuomo and Schumer yeah. say, oh yeah,
2: let's reopen the schools because otherwise it's too devastating for the economy. We are se- Remember b- before, we are sending our kids to their deaths. Mm-hmm. Now, the schools are going to be open.
0: Yeah, interesting how yeah. that happens, right? I know. Funny. Maybe it's because they looked at the polls and saw that seventy percent of parents want their schools to open. Yeah. President Trump is in the process of picking where he will deliver his acceptance speech for the Republican nomination. That'll mm-hmm. be not the uh, let's see, what, two Thursdays from now, so two weeks from this Thursday, and the two sites they're in consideration. One is Gettysburg, the other is the White House. Yeah. Now Gettysburg is, I think, a great choice. Yeah. However, the left thinks that because he's going to Gettysburg, Trump is trying to send a dog whistle to the Confederates.
2: Yeah, because Gettysburg was such a great Confederate victory.
0: I know. It was only like the entire turning point of victory in the war for the North. Exactly. But, you know, don't let facts and history get in the way of leftists having a good talking point. Attorney General Barr over the weekend or I think maybe Friday was here in Virginia Mm -hmm. uh, because I believe he lives here in Virginia. And he was heading home. But he happened to drive by a police precinct where there were Blue Lives Matter police supporters out in front. So the great man that Attorney General Barr is, he told the FBI detail to turn around, stop the car, and he got out of the car, thanked them for supporting law enforcement, uh, gave some elbow bumps, and took some pictures. Yeah. And I think, you know, that really just underlined. Oh,
2: it made those uh, pro-law pro law uh, enforcement demonstrators. It made their day. You see the. what oh, made their year. I. I I, I think you did great in that hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he said, you know, I just want to thank you guys for what you're doing
0: out here. Yeah. Um, and but that's why Barr is such an effective AG yeah. because not only is he of the old school thinking of that the Justice Department should have one standard of justice and should not be politicized. Yeah. But he also is a man of the people. He loves yeah. this country, which is unlike Eric way. Holder. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Which is by the way, this one standard of justice, which is what the, that he was trying to convey that with the Roger Stone sentencing. Yeah. Because they were trying to lock up Roger Stone for, like, what, seven to nine years? Mm-hmm. Totally unprecedented. Well, you know, interestingly totally enough— We have
0: Comey on the same crime lying to Congress yeah. because he very clearly did at this yeah. point. And we'll see if he's prosecuted. Yeah. I'm guessing not. Probably not. New Rasmussen poll out finds most voters think that Trump sides with the police and Democrats with the rioters. Ooh. Which means—the reason I bring this up— yeah. That means that our messaging is being very successful. Yes. Because I sense a new
2: ad coming. I sense many ads coming yeah. from that. That is an ad gold mine
0: right there. Law and order is going to be a huge part of this campaign. Yeah. It will be an even bigger part of this campaign should the coronavirus numbers continue to decrease. Yeah. Because let's not forget, in places like California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, the Sun Belt – where cases spiked and peaked at about 70,000 yeah. per day yeah, it's two off. weeks ago, it's off. has gone down by 33%. Yeah, it's burned off. It's done. So the Democrats find themselves in a very rough situation here because yeah. they've been essentially put all their chips into the coronavirus basket. Yeah. And should that fade from being the number one issue to just the number two issue, yeah. they're Not in good. deep shit.
2: And also, when we if when, when we get a vaccine, mm-hmm. which I think will be soon, they're going to be so mad about that. I, oh, I, I saw. I saw a smoke tweet that. they are going to be so mad when there's a vaccine. Well, Russia has one, mm-hmm. whether it's effective or whether it's on the up and up. I gonna don't know. Going to give you a, Because uh, they, kind of, uh, they kind of jumped through some hurdles over there. You know, Putin can do these things. <laughs> I think that might give you a little bit of the tism, as I like yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, But speaking of the tism, you know, we had a lot of – we had some feedback. Yeah, we're going to talk about that
0: at the end of the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, Let's not forget also remdesivir, which President Trump pushed very hard and secured tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of doses for the American public, Mm -hmm. has caused the death rate to plummet. Oh. The death rate of people under 70 years old is now down to 0.04%. Nice. Which is less than the seasonal flu. Yes. So there's a good...
2: Yeah. I think there's going to be a massive overhaul and review about the whole, about the mortality rate, the cont- yeah. the, the r not number, everything. Because let me tell you, in, in Virginia alone, I, I saw the numbers last night, we have over 100,000 cases, right? Mm-hmm. But only about a little over 8,400 are in the hospital since the beginning of this thing, since March. And yeah. about a little over 2,200 have died. Mm-hmm. Now, i I'm not trying to say that that's not tragic. It is it's obviously it's horrible when anyone dies. But still in Virginia to this day, more people have died from the flu, I believe, this season than COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I think that there's some, some something's up. Yeah. You know? I know. Something's I, I agree. I agree. We need a, we need to review of this because, you know, we, in, in Florida, some of some of these testing locations aren't, aren't aren't reporting the negative results, which very much degrade the positivity rates. Everything's all screwed up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to say don't trust the data, but maybe like, you know, when the new iPhone comes out, go with that model, you know, just wait a couple of weeks until all the bugs are out mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, circle
0: back to it. So. Yep. And one of the last news items that we have here, a total smackdown, President Trump wrecked a liberal reporter who complained about the crowd size at his press conference at his golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey on Friday. Uh, Dozens of onlookers, of course President Trump's fans at his golf club, gathered in the room as the president discussed a whole bunch of data. And a whole bunch of other news, coronavirus, etc. But the burning question on top of one liberal reporter's mind was, why weren't the onlookers practicing social distancing? And President Trump had an absolutely epic response to that. Let's take a listen.
1: This week, and just in this room, you have dozens of people. You're not following the guidelines in New Jersey, which say you should not have. No, they
3: don't have just it. a political so agenda. Why are you saying- you're wrong on that, because it's a political activity. They have exceptions, political activity, and it's also a peaceful protest. So when you have, an, and as you know, they asked if they could be, You know, they, a number of, and to me, they look like they all have, pretty much all have masks on. But, uh, you know, you have an exclusion in the law that says peaceful protest or political activity, right? In fact, specifically, yeah, it says exactly political activity or peaceful protest. And you could call it political activity, but I, I'd call it peaceful protest because they heard you were coming up. And they know the news is fake. They understand it better than anybody. And they, asked whether or not, they asked whether or not they can be here. Like the question about Russia. He doesn't mention Iran was in the report. He doesn't mention or he mentions very late that China was in the report because that's the way they are. They're not... If the press in this country were honest, it wasn't corrupt, if it wasn't fake, our country would be so much further ahead. But we're doing really great. Thank you all very much. Thank you very much.
0: The guy is just a comedian. Yeah. I mean, he he's always on point with his one-liners, <laughs> just like the same yesterday. Do I look rattled? Do you look rattled. Right? <laughs> um, And we need a president with ice in his veins, and that's why we need to re-elect President Trump. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters, so be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you're one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And so now let's jump into. We got a lot of emails yeah. from our people mm-hmm. about the vaccine, very hot topic. So let's uh, let's go through and and run through some of these that we got in. So let's jump into these emails. Uh, We got here, uh, our man Sinks, coming back to us again, says he would be first in line to take the corona vaccine. 72 years old, has a few medical issues, so what do I have to lose? We've heard that line before. Uh, Said thanks and keep up the good work, Trump 2020. Hell yeah, Sinks, Trump 2020. Thanks Mm -hmm. for emailing us. Dennis says uh, that he will not take the vaccine, even though he has a low immune system, He's concerned about the speed of the vaccine onto the market, wants to know about the side effects. And, you know, that's definitely a a well-founded concern. And I think I'm right there with you, Dennis. Evans says he is absolutely opposed to getting any COVID vaccine simply because of the response to the virus itself. No longer has any trust in the public health system uh, and the elites and betters who decide they can dictate policy for our everyday lives. Constitution be damned. He's not anti-vax. Dad's a doctor and med school professor for almost forty years, and the
2: mom's a nurse. Yeah. So, that's an interesting. Take it is. Too. It is. Because and it's not. Listen, I I I feel the exact the exact same way. I'm going to be very skeptical about listening to these people ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I they mean, certainly honestly, have. They uh, lied to us. They certainly have eroded credibility. Yeah. There's I mean, no doubt. about You that. can make an argument that they lied to us. Yep. Or you know, I guess trial and error when you don't know something. Don't institute a policy that destroys people's livelihoods because mm-hmm. obviously I think we, we we way overshot the mark with the response here. Yeah. Maybe 15, 20 days, you know, stop the spread. But this whole – this nonsense with the, OK, it's got another 60 days, another 30 days, that King Murphy and, uh, you know – yeah, Fraulein I, Whitmer up there has. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Has, don't get me started. You know, I'm, I'm trying hurt. to say. You uh, know?
0: So Renee says that she's in favor of getting a vaccine as long as it's not made in China. No way am I injecting anything from that horrible country into my body. She actually is one of the great Americans who buy American and will pay more for something made here or in Canada and Europe. Very difficult, though. Uh, Shout out to Renee. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Melissa is on the fence about the vaccine because it's being rushed through, you know. And they also have been telling us hydroxychloroquine is bad, even though it's not. She has a 10-year-old who is fully vaxxed and if had to do it all over again, would probably question it a little more and space it out. But has yeah. childhood asthma, which is something yeah. that's listed as a side effect of vaccines. Yeah. And shout out to her because she's been listening to us since last year and went and bought masks in January on nice. our recommendation. Nice. Well, before this was a crisis, because, of course, we talked about this from the beginning. It says, yeah. keep up the good work. And MAGA from a single working mom in Texas. Very well, nice. thank you, Melissa. Thank you're, you. You're the kind of woman that makes the world and go you know round.
2: What? Her point is not – like I think sometimes that gets lumped into the anti-vax camp, actually. Right, right. The whole – we're not – we're not against vaccines. We, we, we're just questioning the scheduling. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think that's that's the, there, there's some valid scientific inquiry there. Oh, definitely, Because some, yeah. some of these schedules are, are nuts. These I kids mean, if are you're getting, getting injected, like five, six shots at a time. It's, right. It's, it's, I was it's about too, to say, if you're getting too too five needles in a day, that's yeah, probably a it's bit it's too much. much. I, I think we need to look into that. Yep. that, that, that that's not that's – not,
0: We have uh, Jennifer, who's a solid no on the vaccine, uh, mm-hmm. and she's starting to believe that this entire thing was overblown from the beginning to stop Trump. And that's an interesting yeah. theory because oh, I like that
2: theory. <laughs> you know, these
0: these numbers are coming out now that show these death rates, and obviously, over seventy years old, the death rate is horrible, and yep. we all know that it's ravaged yep. nursing homes yep. due to the derelict judgment yeah. killer, of some of the northeast killer governors. Killer Cuomo, killer Cuomo. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's an interesting idea that at this point now that we have things a little more under control, they certainly are overplaying the card to get at us politically. I don't think that that's really in debate right now. And Natalie says, uh, thoughts on the vaccine? I'm not nor ever will be anti-vax. I'm all for vaccinations in general. However, I have to admit that I'm hesitant when thinking about getting the COVID-19 vaccine. She's currently living in Pennsylvania with her parents. Make sure to vote, all of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I know I need to be careful. But as Storm put it, I don't want to get
2: the tism either. And yeah. <laughs> I had to finish on that one because that just makes me laugh. But, well, I mean, it, it, did you see the, the new thing that, that AP put out about the New York death count for, with COVID? Yeah. They only count deaths from resident residential nursing homes, not hospitals. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. What is yeah. going on up there? I know. Oh, I my know. God. So it could be even worse. It's unbelievable. Thanks to Killer Cuomo. Yep.
0: Grim yep. Reaper. So, you know, it's... Yeah. Thank you all so much for all yeah, your emails. Thank you all. Of course, you can email us anytime, we any love of your you guys. thoughts on any of the shows, triggered at townhall.com. You can follow us on Twitter at triggeredthm. We will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. And we also, Town Hall is launching a new election podcast, named to be determined. I have to pick the name still. Um, which Town Hall first,
2: militia?
0: Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Which laughs> the first episode will air on Friday. So be Ooh. on the lookout for that, and I'll give you more details on Thursday as we get closer. The cool. first episode will be hosted by Katie Pavlich, Ed Morrissey, and myself, and we're going to have a rotating guest, uh, rotating cast of guests on there. Matt's going to be in there. I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah, you're going to do it. <laughs> and, I'm just kidding. and we're going to have all of the big names from Town Hall Media nice. included, so it really should be Stay an exciting tuned. podcast. So we'll be back here on Thursday, and of course, we'll be talking about... The vice presidential pick because, I mean, if it's not out by then, they've got some serious problems. There, there's <laughs> no VP. Yeah, there's just Fine no Biden is VP.
2: the – running is, – is, he's both. He's the, he's the president and well, the VP. <laughs> I think this delay shows that there's significant
0: infighting among yeah. who to pick because it is so vital who yeah. they pick. Because 59% of Americans, of likely voters, yeah. think there's no way that Joe Biden makes it alive through the first term.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, shocking. Wow. Exactly. We'll so leave you with it probably that. Probably was
2: probably was Camelot.
0: Yeah, And then, uh-huh. you
2: know, the whole thing got leaked and then yep, yep. back to the drum
0: So we'll leave you with that for today. Yeah. We'll be back here on Thursday and hope you guys have an excellent week. Trump 2020. See
2: you then.